You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Jim Tarak. Jim, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you. You're, you're, you're in Brooklyn now. Uh, and I want to talk about current work and what you're doing, but since it's the anniversary here of the pandemic, what's happened this past year? How, uh, how was your studio practice over the last year, if we can begin there? Good question. Um, that's, that's been my major struggle in the past year. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been really different, as it is for everybody. Um, I, mo- I spent most of the last year in upstate New York. I'm in Williamsburg right now, where um, I have uh, my studio and where I live. And uh, Mar- Mary... Uh, and- and me, my wife, have a place upstate. Uh, so I was mostly isolated up there. I was in uh, Brooklyn here uh, till I think I went up on March 16th. And uh, it was right before you had to start wearing masks, but right after everybody was going to the grocery stores and buying all that toilet paper. Right. So uh, I saw that it was getting kind of crazy. And uh, I sort of said, I'm going up there. Uh, I wouldn't normally go up that time of year, this time of year. I used to usually just in the summer. But anyway, uh, I went up and then spent most of the pandemic up there, very isolated. We're way upstate, New York, in the, the hills, you know, we're isolated up there. It's very rural. And uh, we didn't see anybody except once every couple of weeks when we went to the grocery store and stocked up on everything. And then uh, that's pretty much it, you know. So it was me and her. Uh, and uh, that was fine, but it was very isolating. I felt like the whole world had went away. And uh, I, I was working because um, I was, uh, you know, I, I did um, – I do, I do two really different things in my profession, and one is like kind of hyper-real uh, miniature portraits of people, uh, right. and then I do cartoony kind of lighthearted stuff, and I do both, and I've always had a career doing both, and they, so I had, I had uh, four commissions that I was working on, and um, I uh, had, you know, the people had come to the studio and pose. I do them from photographs. So I had those I brought up with me to finish. And uh, then I finished them in the, in the summer. And uh, then I was sort of like mostly just posting my cartoon work or drawings on Instagram. And that was sort of like it became into this uh, counting the days type thing of the pandemic. And uh, that was my that was so, that's, so that's how work shifted. Work really shifted to, to kind of making things you're saying that, I mean, and you were making those of state, but also to kind of counting the days in a sense in, in, in terms of, of work, in terms of a series almost that was being posted regularly on Instagram. Yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I, I do both things always, and I go back and forth between them. And, uh, you know, it's been sort of a new thing for me. Right before the pandemic, I started working um, 
with uh, with uh, Andrea Glimcher, which who has a uh, uh, artist management firm called Hyphen, and she kind of manages your career and does all this stuff, you know, for you. And I was doing these commissions through her, um, and uh, that was a good. So you know that could keep going because there were no shows, you know. And uh, and then the other thing, I, the only thing, you know, just to get my work out there and communicate with people through it was doing the Instagram thing, and then that became like a year thing, and I realized after a year that's sort of the end of that series, but I'm still doing it kind of now post, so I, where I post something every day, and it could be anything I drew, and it dealt with politics, it dealt, so that was a different that was a different approach to like gallery practice over the last year. Where where would you say that kind of yeah. left you now? Are you in the same position or where are we well, a year now later after doing that? Well, now are starting to come back, and uh, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I I kind of put all the commissions on hold uh, because I just figured I'm not going to do them, and who's going to come? I don't want to, you know. Uh, but now that's sort of coming back. So I had put people off, or I didn't put them off. I just said we, we'll schedule it later. But there, uh, I I had uh, one just yesterday say, okay, I think if you're ready, I'm ready to do it. So uh, that's coming back. But um, I'm still working on then bigger projects too that I've been working on and continuing to do the daily drawings, which is kind of what I've I've done for. I've always done anyway, but I didn't, you know, use social media as much. And I kind of liked the social media because it just, it, it, um, it was a connection, you know. And I right. love that uh, people can make comments and you can comment. I especially like it when people make comments about what I do. And I always try to answer them or, you know, plus they're humorous most of the time. So I'm dealing which with was, the pandemic. Which was, you know, humor it, it, term, yeah, you know. right. I mean, that's 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 a yeah, often the tough thing, right? The pandemic and and humor and, and where that because yeah, we all need that, of course, right? That's part of. It was kind of like what crisis. happened after nine eleven. Like, how do you deal with this thing? And uh, you know, that's how I deal with things. But it was like mm, I don't feel like this is very funny. <laughs> But I find the humor yeah. in it for myself. You know, for instance, I did get COVID, but I got COVID toe, which early on nobody had heard of, and people thought I was joking when I did a, a drawing about it. And I'm like, and I, well, I'm not joking about this, you know, because it, I'm funny, but it's not. Um, but then that became like a serious thing, and um, yeah, it became like. Uh, not feeling really good for a long time, so I couldn't really do much else either. I feel like I didn't have focus on doing uh, the portrait so much, and I couldn't really do it um, mm. because that requires super focus, you know. And uh, right. I didn't feel well anyway. I couldn't do something really big. So it was very manageable for me to do the, the drawing, which is something I've always done, and then deal with it in a humorous way as much as possible, just through my own experience of it. So anyway. 
And so, and so, where are you? Yeah. So, where are you now? So, you that that was so that was a kind I of feel much better yeah, now. I mean, we uh, uh, got to va- vaccination, my wife and I. So, uh, I came back down here to Brooklyn now, um, and I'm I'm going to be here, you know, working a while because that's where my studio mostly is, and um, you know, I'm better. <laughs> I didn't die. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really rough, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, a, a grueling year in many ways. So what is, what is COVID co? What did you mean by that? What, that's, that's, See, a, that's you know, a, um, everybody thinks it's a joke, but it, it's one of the symptoms that some people get and it's kind of gross, but it's just like, it happens in your toes and they get swollen and it's very painful. And when I got it, I didn't even know what it was, but I looked it up online and then I, I saw that there were news stories about people getting this. And they said, Oh, it'll go away after a couple weeks. Most of the doctors were saying, and it didn't go away. But a lot, a lot of these symptoms are studying now, even people that didn't have symptoms right on, they have long-term effects. So it's something yeah, that happened with your toe, was this a soreness or a fungus or something? No, no, it's just they, they would get swollen and they're very painful on the bottom. And I never had anything like that. That's why I looked it up. I Googled it. And then oh, I found out and then I started going to doctors um, after that. Um, but they didn't know much about it. But now when I came back down to New York after I felt I could, I went with the doctors again. And they knew all about it. Uh, uh, the, the doctors here, they've seen a lot of it, and they were very concerned. But, uh, you know, I had to go and get tests and stuff because uh, they thought I was at high risk. But it turns out that I'm okay. They're, they're mostly concerned with it with blood clotting. So I had to make sure that it wasn't that. So, you know, it's a, it's a whole complicated thing. But basically it wasn't right. that. So that's the only thing that was life-threatening about it. But then the other things developed. You know, I, I got this heart thing, which is associated with it too, and I never had. But it's, it's, uh, it's a not life-threatening thing. It's like, you know. But, but the ongoing you have to go symptoms that are, that But anyway, that's fine that. now. All right, good. So tell me what you're working there. on now. Tell me the paintings yeah. that you're working yeah. on now. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like well, the, co, the COVID, just to wrap it up, the COVID COVID, those are ongoing symptoms of of getting it, right? A lot of people have a lot of different symptoms, but that sounds like lingering yeah. symptoms that, that could develop into hopefully, you know, yeah. nothing worse. Right? Uh, yeah, they sort of come and go, and nobody knows if some of these things will last. That's what my experience was. It would get worse and really bad, and then I would get better. Um, I would get the foggy brain thing, you know, and then I would get better. Um, yeah, it's really scary because when you're you're having those symptoms, you don't know if that's going to be it, if it's not going to get better. But right. my experience was that it would sort of come and go and get better, and over time, less often and less bad, and hopefully that will continue. So, right. um, you know, and then you're dealing with all this other stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me what you... hard. The high isolation yeah. was hard. Thank God. It was with my wife. <laughs> but, um, 
especially upstate, it was a very bad winter, and I, I mm. hate bad winters. <laughs> it's I was right. cold all the time, you know. And there's not. So tell me what you tell out. me what you what, what you're what you're painting now. So the you're there's yes I'm there are these two bodies of work. You do portraits. Uh, you know you you also you know do. Um, the drawings that you've been telling us about. What's so? What's happening now in in Brooklyn? Um, well, I'm I'm going back. I sort of put it on hold for a while. I started this project, which, what to me, it's a uh, uh, bigger paintings that are more like my drawings and cartoon work, which I've I've done in the past. But um, you know, I do also and. Um, I'm doing in my mind what is kind of like base, uh, uh, a big uh, series that's based on James Rosenquist F111 piece, F111, whatever it is. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. But, no, uh, t- tell me about that. James Rosenquist 111, I don't know about that. Yeah, it was a big deal at the time. It was like pop art but people thought it was really ugly because it was garish colors, like commercial colors and stuff, but it was all about America and his version of it. And uh, it featured... It was a uh, gigantic installation, right? Is that what it was? It was a giant installation? Yeah, yeah, and it was a series of pennies all linked together that could be fit into a room differently. And uh, there was an F-111 in it. Right. A big one. And it sort of, that was, and then there was like nuclear bombs, but uh, women on a hairdryer, all, you know, everything. Like, that's not supposed to be what America's about, but, you know. Anyway, that's my idea now, and I've been working on it. I have a, so far I have about half of it done. So I'm going back to finishing that because I can really work on it the past year. And, uh, uh, it's it's going to be a, like my major piece here, but it's sort of dealing with everything. So so so, so, so tell me about it. So these these are paintings that, that 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 like uh, the Rosenquist F111. You're talking about fitting that could be an installation. All of these go together in a kind of uh, epic form. Yes, they're all linked together, and uh, uh, like each, it's it's made up of separate panels that are basically, uh, the biggest is five by four feet. They're 25, the first one is 25 feet long altogether, so I consider that one piece. The next one will be 25 feet long, and, or thereabouts, and then it'll be four of these. Wow, so let's, so let's talk about the content of some of these. What's What's happening in there? What... Are you telling a story? Is it a narrative? What's what's happening in there? Well, um, it's kind of uh, a uh, a documentation, but I've done I do narrative art too. I started off as a cartoonist, so there's that element in it, and I like they're all kind of in a row and they're linked together, so there is that narrative quality. But they they relate to one another, but there's no story. So. Um, Relate to one another kind of formally, or there, 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 there's not a narrative of any kind in there? Um, formally, but it's, it's a visual narrative, and you have to make up your own story. Some of it you'll know. You know, um, 
it's sort of how I do my cartoons. Uh, basically, it's documenting what's going on in my mind or what I see. So, you know, for instance, I have a, I did one of the pieces is a, a just a painting of a Kellogg's cornflakes box. Right. Because partly I like the graphics of it, but I also felt like uh, it had something to do with. I did it before the COVID, but it was more like what I saw going on with uh, in politics. And I noticed some of these iconic old images and products were making a comeback and they were, you know, bringing back the original like box. I'm like, uh, Kellogg Cornflakes, that's sort of the original box that I knew from when I was a child. So I did a portrait of that, but then I have it right next to like a guy lying there, like he's dead. (laughs) So, uh, then I have one where there's a guy with a gun and he has a red hat on and he's saying he's an asshole, but he's good for the country. So everybody knows what that's about, but I don't have to say, you know. So and, um, and what will happen with this series? So this sounds this, this sounds some yeah, it sounds like it should be exhibited together. Do you have a a place for where this will go, or what do you imagine will happen with them? Um, no, I'll I'm working on that. Um, like, I don't know where it's going to go yet. So I've already, um, you know, uh, had, had some proposals out there. So, but uh, I have to finish it, too, because I want to present it as one piece. So it's not really finished yet. So that's what I'm going back to working on now. And um, it's it's going to be great. So... I'm really happy with the progress on it and, you know, well, that, how it looks exciting. and everything. That, yeah. That is exciting. And I feel like so, it's about my version of things. So that's good. Right. Well, um, well, I wish you luck with that series and getting it installed somewhere, or however it's going to be shown. And I want to ask yeah. you one more question, which is what are you reading at the moment? Oh, um, I'm reading the last book of, Carl of Nosgaard's six book series called My Struggle. Oh, that that giant series. So how how is that? That's a huge series, right? His epic. Yes, I love it. And I I read all the other books, and I'm I have a little over two hundred pages left. And this last book was like over a uh, like a thousand some pages, and um uh. Yeah, it's been very pertinent also with all the politics that was going on. So um, in the last book, you know, he sort of goes into this essay. <laughs> but um, that's that's what I've been reading. Jim, I want to thank you for talking with me today. It's It's been a pleasure, and I wish you well with your, your work. Thank you. It's been nice talking to you also. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.